The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Former Taoiseach Bertie O'Hearn has rejoined the Fianna Fáil party in Dublin Central just over a decade after he quit the party in the wake of the Mahan Tribunal findings. Bertie O'Hearn certainly made his mark on the political landscape both north and south of the border. Answer the question. Nobody smokes green. Perhaps if you stop waffling. If you stop waffling, we might get some work done. They're a waffler. There've been years around here waffling. I don't understand. I've answered. 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 Uh, don't commit suicide because the decision of the people of Ireland, nationalists and unionists, to endorse the Good Friday Agreement represents a historic watershed between a past riven by political division and a new future based on mutual respect, concord and agreement. Having reflected on the need to ensure that the work of my ministerial colleagues is not distracted by incessant publicity about the tribunal, I've decided for my own volition to bring forward that date. It is my intention to tender my resignation to President McAleese. On that date, I will also tender my resignation as Uchtaran in a fall. Let me talk about the, the crash, the economic crash. Yes. The tribunal verdict on you came can I just four ex- years. Can I just explain for a minute to, to you? Why you don't uh, want to talk about no, these no, things? No, I, no, I want to tell you. I, want, I, I agree to meet you on the Good Friday Agreement. We've done that, so we're finished. Thank you very much. And with that, Mr. Hearn cut short the interview and left the room. Now, some of, uh, I suppose, the more telling moments in the political career of Bertie Hearn, who has now rejoined the Fianna Fáil party. Joining me now, Michael O'Regan, former parliamentary correspondent with the Irish Times and a man who, I suppose, was in the political trenches with Bertie Hearn over the years. Michael, good morning. Good morning, Pat. So, um, are you surprised, first of all, by the news that Bertie Hearn wants to get back in the party? No, I'm not surprised at all. Uh, I think it was coming. Uh, it was mooted there a few months ago. The ground was prepared by Michal Martin. Uh, and I think with the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement coming up, um, it was imperative that he be back in the party because whatever about his economic record and the controversy surrounding his personal finances and all that, there's no doubt about it. Bertie Hearn's contribution to peace in Northern Ireland and to the Good Friday Agreement was enormous. And I think Fianna Fáil would have feel, look, it's best that he's inside the tent, one of us, to recall this great moment for Fianna Fáil, no doubt about it, a great moment for Mr. Hearn, for many others at the time, you know. There were many others involved, Albert Reynolds before him. Uh, but uh, uh, and I, I think that's what it's all about. But I would say this, Pat, and I was in the trenches with him indeed. In fact, I recall that day, uh, with that clip you played, played there of... Um, he accusing... Yeah, Gay, Mitchell, Gay, Gay Mitchell, wasn't it, he accused Gay him Mitchell of, of waffling, yes. Bertie could fracture and murder the English language, Pat, when it suited him. I interviewed him on the North when he was the soul of clarity at all times. But there, that was a political device, I think. But just as regards the presidency, a lot of speculation this morning that this might be the run-up to seeking a Fianna Fáil nomination for the presidency. It won't happen. It, under any circumstances. Uh, it, it, were it to happen, uh, all the controversy surrounding Mr. Hearn in the past would surface. And it was very interesting uh, to read carefully what Michal Martin had to say yesterday when he welcomed back Bertie Hearn into the party. 
Uh, and he was asked about the possibility of Mr. Hearn being a presidential candidate for Fianna Fáil in 2025. And Michal Martin said, nothing like that has been discussed. That is just speculation. He just wanted to rejoin his local common, and it is as basic as that, unquote. Mm. So he's back, I presume, as a member of the Drumcondra common. Uh, maybe he might become active in the, his old Dublin central constituency, which is now a four-seater, and where Fianna Fáil incredibly has no TD, Mary Fitzpatrick knocking on the door there. But a presidential nomination, not a hope. Um, so he wants to get back in the party, and the party probably wants him. I mean, he would have to be invited to any of the celebrations about the Good Friday Agreement, uh, as indeed you'd expect Tony Blair to, to be there, George Mitchell, all the people who were so central uh, to it. And uh, whereas I presume Tony Blair is still in good standing with the British Labour Party, in fact, I, I'm certainly is, um, Bertie Ahern would not have been in good standing with Fianna Fáil unless he'd been readmitted. But he still would have been there. He would have been there and would have been embarrassing. Let's, if you look at it this way, here's a former Fianna Fáil Taoiseach, a man who played a huge role in the peace process and in the drafting of the Good Friday Agreement. He really, really made a massive contribution to that. And his commitment, his negotiating skills, you know, shone through. I recall uh, the afternoon of his mother's funeral in Dublin, he flew back up north. Uh, to resume talks. Uh, uh, so, you know, he, he, uh, he did play his part. Now, you look at a situation, Pat, where there's a commemoration, 25th commemoration of the Good Friday Agreement, a former Fianna Fáil Taoiseach there, and he's not a member of the party. Embarrassing for Fianna Fáil, embarrassing for Mr. Hearn. So I think this day was coming. But uh, that's where it would probably end. It'd be interesting to see if they looked to him uh, as a, a strategist, you know, as a, as a political strategist. Uh, he was, as Charles saw, he said, the most devious, the most ruthless, the most cunning of them all, which actually was a compliment to his negotiating skills at the time. Mm. He saved a Fianna Fáil PD government for Charlie and saved Charlie's neck as well at the time. So uh, he, he would have, um, certainly he would have uh, a certain amount to offer as an observer of the political scene yeah. in terms of strategy. Now, would he be stepping on toes? Because uh, Fianna Fáil uh, has been divided over the last uh, several decades. Um, I mean, there, there, there used to be uh, the, the Des O'Malley branch, you know, when we begat the PDs on foot of that. And then, there, you know, there was a well-known animus between Bertie and uh, Albert Reynolds when Albert Reynolds sought the nomination uh, to the presidency. So there were factions within Fianna Foil. I mean, would he be stepping on anybody's toes by his return and maybe uh, having a role to play in Mount Street? I'm not too sure that he would at this stage. You see, like he left the party, what, 10 years ago? Yeah. He's gone off the political stage you now quite a long time as a member of the Dáil and all that. So I don't think he would. Uh, and I think that uh, if Mount Street was to ask him for, you know, some advice and all that kind of thing, I think it would have been done, it would be done in a very, very low-key way. But um, the, the interesting thing about Fianna Fáil, Pat, is uh, what's Michal Martin's future intention? Now, I think Michal Martin... Uh, may go before the next general election. If you look at the history of Fianna Fáil, every Fianna Fáil leader post Sean Le Mass in 1966 was told to go. And I don't think uh, that Michal Martin wants to risk a situation where uh, he might be the one, you know, to have the men and the women uh, coming to his door to say, look, Michal, it's time to stand down. And he may well have the presidency or a job in Europe in mind. So rather than Bertie Hearn being... 
the Fianna Fáil candidate in the next presidential election. I think it could be well, it could well be uh, Michal Martin. Mm. But Bertie's role, I think, Pat, will be peripheral, uh, you know, yeah. and uh, yeah. I think it may well focus on his old constituency, yeah. Dublin Central, where, by the way, in the, in, in the Great Ahern days, electorally, uh, there were two seats. Um, and the question is, will he be knocking on doors uh, trying to get Mary Fitzpatrick elected if indeed she is the nominee uh, for Fianna Foyle in Dublin Central? That's right. That'll be an interesting one. And the media will descend on him, of course, because there'll be plenty of colour and all that. The Bert is back in the beat. Now, I presume... Uh, I would, I would, uh, I, from what I gather from Fianna Fáil sources, the old Bertie Hearn organisation is no more. Now, that's inevitable. You know, uh, the politician leaves the scene, the party organisation goes elsewhere. But I've no doubt that uh, there are people in, Dublin, in, the, in his Dublin central constituency who would remember him with affection as a very, very effective local TD back in the day. Uh, so, you know, it will be to see, will he knock on doors, the reception he'll get, uh, and um, how, how the people respond to him. Yeah, um, I mean, we live in uh, maybe a coarser politi- political environment uh, now than we did 10 years ago. We do, absolutely. And I mean, social media has a very, makes it very coarse. Uh, um, I know yourself or myself, Pat, will be lambasted on social media this morning because we're even talking about Bertie Hearn by some extreme elements out there. But... Uh, uh, um, uh, it, it, politics is tougher, it's coarser, uh, it's less forgiving perhaps uh, uh, than it used to be. And, you know, in that sense, politics has changed hugely, even since Bertie Hearn left the stage. Uh, I can remember touring the country with Bertie Hearn at general elections and he getting a big, big reception from people, you know. Uh, but that year has passed. But he's uh, right now, Pat. He's a member of a Fianna Fáil common in, in, in Dublin. Uh, he'll be present as a member of Fianna Fáil at the uh, celebration to mark the 25th anniversary of the Good Friday Agreement. And I think, by and large, that will remain uh, as it is. Um, the, the question now of the Mahon Tribunal, I mean, where it was concluded by the tribunal that much of what Bertie O'Hearn had said uh, to the tribunal was untrue. And, you know, that's going to be resurrected again because over the, the intervening decade, we've interviewed Bertie Hearn many times on uh, Brexit and on the protocol and, and things like that. And if you like, um, the Mahan Tribunal was parked. People agreed with the Mahan Tribunal or perhaps agreed with Bertie Hearn, whatever it was. But it had bec- it, it was parked because Bertie Hearn was no longer seen as, as a political activist. Um, this is going to resurrect all of that again. It is to a degree, there's no doubt about it, but uh, you see, if he remains an ordinary member of Fianna Fáil, a member of the Drumcondra-Common or whatever, uh, I, I think it'll possibly remain dormant, and if he keeps a relative low profile. But if he was to uh, give any indication at all that he was seeking the nomination for the presidency, uh, then the Mahan Tribunal, uh, and of course... He disputes the uh, findings of the Mahan Tribunal, but the Mahan Tribunal inevitably would surface. And Fianna, that's the last thing Fianna Fáil wants, is any, uh, anything from its history uh, surfacing at this particular time, with European and local elections coming up and a general election. Uh, the man who knows that, Pat, better than anybody is Bertie Ahern. 
he's uh, yeah. he was a it's interesting very though that in your was, in your former paper um there's a, a quotation from Bertie uh, in October where he was asked about the presidential election and he said what is that election anyway 2025 jeez that's a long way away number one i have to stay alive and then ask me again he did not say no he's he's not saying no but he's most certainly not saying yes if, if uh, uh, you know, uh, and uh, look, I think possibly he would welcome, the, as all former Taoiseach might, he might welcome the speculation. I once asked Charlie Hawhipat, uh, this was before his fall from grace, if he was interested in the presidency. And he said, not too sure about that, but keep writing about it. <clears throat> uh, which <laughs> put his name out there, so to speak, as a retired politician. But uh, the... the uh, Look, politics is a practical business. Bertie Ahern knows that better than anybody. If you look back, uh, Pat, Bertie Ahern had to see off Charles Hawhey when Charlie got into difficulty with his personal finances. Michal Martin had to see off Bertie Ahern. That's politics. That's the way it works. And uh, I, I think that even from his own personal point of view, I doubt very much that he would want all the grief of the Mahan Tribunal back down on his shoulders again. I think he will play the elder statesman, uh, the Taoiseach, who helped to deliver the Good Friday Agreement, who brought peace to Ireland, who saved lives in that sense with others. And I think that will be his focus. And I don't think, uh, you know, going to Otis and Oakthorn will figure with him at all. Michael O'Regan, former parliamentary correspondent with the Irish Times. Thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.